Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing that's just feeding your greed. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. Let's do a, pri- a quick, like, mini private podcast for you all and for Patreon. What's your name, brother? Hey guys, my name's uh, Mike from Aurora, just uh, north of Toronto. And, Thanks for uh, coming. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before my question, I just wanted to genuinely thank you, and the reason for that is uh, just over the last couple of weeks, I've had the opportunity with two job offers, one very uh, lucrative corporate engineering role to stay in Toronto, and another position here in Ottawa. And I'm happy to say uh, I am moving here to Ottawa to join my, my twin brother and my, my beautiful girlfriend, Emma, over here, and I couldn't be happier. Congrats, man. And that, that's definitely largely because of your work, if not completely. So thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And my question is, uh, I've been exploring, uh, I'm a little taller here, uh, ethical investment uh, recently. So uh, I'm curious on your thoughts on that. What I mean by that is uh, I've been looking into sustainable and socially responsible index funds. I know you guys have done a lot of uh, work with your finances and have been doing stuff with Betterment. And uh, I agree with index investing, but I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on that as I'm uh, just dabbling in it myself. Yes. So, so first off, I'll give you the, 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 the short sort of URL link answer. I mean, for the people who, who aren't aware of, we've done a few things with, with finances. We've talked about it pretty extensively. You can see my retirement accounts down to the penny over at uh, theminimalists.com slash retirement. And um, I, I think it's important for me to, uh, I, I like to just sort of set it and forget it, right? Like, I don't want to, I'm, you're not going to see me trading commodities or, or doing day trading or even buying individual stocks. That's, that's just not for me. I would, I would prefer to, to invest in something that is, uh, is going to be beneficial long term, but also without all the fees of, say, a mutual fund. And so index fund investing, and I realize this is boring for most of you, but I'll get to something that's less boring in a second. Uh, index fund investing is one way that I invest. There are other ways that I invest in other people. I would just call it contribution. And so we all have these resources. And what Ike was asking earlier about, uh, about you know, maybe you just have a certain number of resources and you're able to become a minimalist. Um, I, I think part of that is, is true. But then the question is, once I realize, like, okay, I can make good decisions with whatever resources I have, whether it's $23,000 or if I made $23 million, right? That I, I can make good decisions with, with whatever resources I have. And so what we're doing now is we focus on how can I contribute more frequently? And part of that has to do with our own, our own bit of contribution, but it also, because we have a, a, a large microphone here and, and a large audience, we try to encourage other people to contribute beyond themselves as well. So the project we're working on currently, this is a type of investment for us, is uh, investing in other people and uh, the, this tragedy that is still ongoing in Houston and will probably be ongoing for a while. So I don't know, I'm sure you've all seen the, the pictures of the floods in Houston from Hurricane Harvey, but what we're trying to do is, uh, is try to help the folks there. We, we partnered up with this uh, nonprofit called Global Giving, and they have a Hurricane Harvey relief fund where 100% of the donations that goes to that fund actually gets worked on the ground for the local disaster relief, but just as important, the long-term rebuilding. It's probably going to take 
I mean, it's definitely going to take months. It's probably going to take years to rebuild. Over 100,000 homes are affected, and it's crazy humid there. We're talking black mold. It's going to be, it's going to be a major rebuilding effort, and a lot of people need help down there. It's an unexpected disaster for them. And so what we're trying to do is contribute to them. We have uh, an event down there, um, so we're going to donate some of our time. That's one resource that you can donate. We're doing an event on November 5th in Houston, and that is... Uh, 100% of the, the proceeds from that are going to go to that uh, Global Living Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, and then for obviously for people who can't, who can't uh, go to that event, especially if you're, say, in Canada, uh, the more responsible thing to do would be to contribute directly to uh, global, uh, global giving. And I think that links up on our Twitter page. Uh, if not, Jess will have it up there. And uh, the other thing that we're doing for people who can't afford to contribute themselves, maybe they don't have the, the time or the money, uh, Ryan and I have decided that we're going to donate 10 bucks for those folks. So all we ask is if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, then we will give you a 10 buck donation for every review that we get throughout the month of September. And, uh, and that doesn't have to be a biased review. We love five-star reviews. <laughs> but if you hate our guts and leave us one star... I mean, okay, we'll still give 10 bucks. Uh, that way we, we can assure we get, we get a bunch of honest reviews. So there are a bunch of ways to contribute. And I think contribution is one way that we invest. And by the way, you're not just, ooh, ooh, here's my pithy answer. I found it. Um, uh, when you contribute, you're not just contributing to others. You're investing in yourself. Yeah, I, uh, I do not have any like magical um, savings plan. It's, it's index funds. Um, I set it up through Betterment.com. It's like a really, I don't know if you guys have Betterment in Canada. They don't, but there's, uh, there are some resources. We did a, a uh, episode, a, a finances episode, episode number 60 called Finances, and there are some resources in there for Canadians, Australians, people in the U.K., well, yeah, simple, I think, is a kind of a comparable one here. Well, awesome, simple. Man. Yeah, well, simple. That cool. is one. Yeah, thanks for the recommendation. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's funny because um, in the corporate world, like hearing about other people's investments, uh, they were always like kind of playing the odds with mutual funds and with individual stocks. And some of them made out and some of them didn't. Um, if you pick the right mutual fund and the right individual stocks, it is a gamble. Like, yeah, you can, some people very rarely can do better than uh, you know, what they would do on an index fund, but an index fund is a pretty safe bet. So um, you know, I don't have any magical, uh, like I said, recipe there. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, but, I, but what I'll say about investing is, I remember like, my dad telling me, hey man, if you could just save like 10 bucks a week or 20 bucks a week, like, you're, gonna, you're gonna be so much happier and, and you're not gonna put as much stress on yourself uh, when you when you get older, and you know, at the time, I was like, I was banking on Armageddon, man. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't need to save for the future, you know. As I got older, I got a little wiser. Um, but you know, I started late, and uh, that's okay. And 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 I am totally fine with that now. I don't beat myself up because I didn't start saving things, uh, you know, in in high school. Um, which is really what I should have started doing. Um, so I guess like my pithy answer would be, it doesn't matter how much you've 
or it, uh, <clears throat> wait, let me, <laughs> 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 let me rewind that. No, um, <laughs> that was the weakest rewind sound ever. <laughs> it sounded like a, a you puppy. You laugh at your own joke. It sounded like a, a, a puppy <laughs> choking or something. All right. Um, what, what, I, what I will say is uh, it doesn't matter if you've never saved up until this point. It's never too late to start saving for retirement. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Howdy. Up here in the balcony. What's your name? Hi, I'm Ariel. Howdy, Ariel. Where are you from? I'm from Montreal, actually. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I have a question to actually ask myself. My question leads to me asking myself better questions, Mm. if that makes any sense. It does. Okay. Um, I've recently returned to triathlon, and um, there's a lot of equipment. There's a lot of bikes. There's a lot of shoes. There's a lot of clothes. How can I bring the value of minimalism to my the, the items that I need to buy? It's a good question. I snowboard. Yeah. So I got a ton of snowboarding equipment. Actually, it's not a ton, but I have snowboarding equipment. And I'll tell you, um, when I first started uh, getting equipment, I, I would have, at a certain point, I had like three pairs of snowboarding boots, a couple snowboards, 14 winter coats in my closet. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I would just hang on to everything. But now... Like, I have one pair of boots, I have one winter coat, and it, I'll wear that on the mountain or I'll wear it out uh, if it's cold. Um, I have one pair of bindings. I, I have exactly what I need. And I'll tell you, the hardest thing for me to, um, the hardest thing for me to, uh, the hard, uh, yeah, the hardest things for me to let go of, it was like the expensive items that I paid for. It was always this like, oh man, but those boots were 250 bucks and like I can't just like donate those. I mean, maybe I can find a friend that wants them or you give them to someone I personally know and uh, I eventually realized like that was a sunk cost. So I don't know if you have like a lot of extra stuff, but I mean, I would just encourage you to have exactly what you need and if you, if you are into triathlons and you've got, you know, uh, the, the space and you've got the time to invest in that, and uh, you can afford it, um, then that's okay to have the stuff that you need to do the things that you love. I, like, I kind of have a student budget, so I, I'm so, trying to get what, what I need. Yeah, yeah. So No, that's perfect. So, so before I buy anything, like the first question I ask is, can I afford it? And it's not just the monetary price. I mean, that is certainly like the upfront cost. But then there's, you know, the time uh, to, to store the thing, to take care of the thing, to repair the thing. What about if it's like your, your way to deal with mental health, <laughs> like to deal with stress? That's kind of a really good investment. R- running is a way, way for you to, to deal with stress, you're saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I think you don't, you don't need any special equipment to go running. I mean, there are plenty of people who do barefoot running. And, and so then the question is, what are the things that are going to augment your experience of running? And you have to be honest about that because we can talk ourselves into buying anything, all the equipment. And so if I were to give you a short answer, I would just say that, that limitations breed creativity. 
Yeah, I mean, speaking of like, you know, things that are good for your, your mental health, I guess my pithy answer would be is you don't have to spend a bunch of money to work on your mental health. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, I'm going to apologize to folks in line. We're going to do one more question here because um, otherwise they're gonna, it's an awesome theater, but they will eventually kick us out, I assure you. I'll so, make it a good one, I promise. Beautiful. What's okay. your name? Uh, my name's Susan. I'm originally from small town Saskatchewan, which I hear you love. Uh, but now I come uh, Ottawa home. So my question has to do with business and minimalism in the workplace. Um, and not in the way you think. So I'm really good at the material part of it. I'm definitely elbowing my husband the whole time here, being like, that's you, that's you. They're talking about you, um, as other people I think might be. Um, but my, so I run my own private nutrition practice and my problem is everything's online right now. I have all this pressure, I feel like I have to blog constantly, I have to tweet constantly, I have to Instagram, I have to be making all these recipes and I hate it. I'm not, so I'm really good at not doing it personally but I feel like in order for my business to grow and, and be the passion I want it to be, I have to do this, all this self-promotion that's just cluttering my mind and taking away from the things I like to do. So I, I know you guys have a Jess on, on your team. I don't have the budget right now for a Jess. Yeah. Um, I would love a Jess, so if someone wants to work for free for me. So do you have any advice on how to minimize? I, I think I, I kind of know what you're going to say, but I think I want you to hear, I want to hear from you. Sure. Uh, first off, Jessica Williams is somewhere around here tonight. Jessica, where are you? Is she over here? Jessica comes on the road with us. She manages a lot of our social media. We still do quite a bit of interacting on, on social media, but she's able to curate everything for us, and she finds great articles that will add value. She takes photos. She does a bunch of amazing things. She's a talented artist. She has a great podcast as well called The Mind Palace, and she's an all-around great human being. Thank you for being here, Jess. We appreciate you. I think... I think the best thing for you to do right now is take a look at your last 24-hour normal day. What, what, what activities took up that time? And, and just make a list, everything. And one way to do that is, my guess is you're probably doing a lot of this from your smartphone, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's an app called the Moment app. And I, I recommend using it. I think it's free or pretty close to free. And... and it will show you exactly how you're using your time for every single app. When I put this on my phone, I remember the first day, Ryan and I were talking about this on the podcast. The, the first day I, I had this app on my phone, I was on Twitter for 47 minutes, and I didn't remember getting on Twitter. It's just like you just pulled 47 minutes out of my day, right? And so... What I realized is that sometimes I had to remove myself from that because in my short answer for you is distracted people rarely create anything meaningful. And I think quite often we distract ourselves with things that we pretend are important. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. These things can augment our experience. They can allow us to communicate with dozens or hundreds or thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of people, but they can also get in the way of meaningful creations. Oh, so another pithy answer for you. Don't confuse 
content creation with meaningful creations. Okay. I like that. <laughs> so um, I, you're an entrepreneur, I take it? I, dabbling, yeah. It's only okay. been about six months, so I don't like to apply the, the full label yet because I'm still scared it's going to be a fail. So, <laughs> so I'm waiting. I'm just waiting to make sure. No. You will fail, and that's okay. Yeah. I Good. did. You know what? And I did. I actually, the whole reason was because I got fired from my job, and it pushed me to be an entrepreneur. So it, it was good, and I found you guys around that time. So it was. So I know I'm doing the right thing now, but it's just making sure, like you said, that I'm not cluttering it with things I think I have to do, rather things that I want to do. Yeah, I, I, I would echo what Josh said about like scheduling out the time to check the social media stuff. Um, I mean, I, I will look at Twitter maybe once a day, um, once every other day. Uh, I, my personal Facebook, I got rid of. It was like stressing me out. So, and I'm still alive. <laughs> I guess you could say I just like to have a face-to-face interaction, Josh. He's such a different person now. <laughs> hey, how, how do you know whether or not someone got rid of their Facebook account? <laughs> they will tell you repeatedly. <laughs> so what I'm really trying to say here is if there's something in your life that is, it has a net negative, mm-hmm. even if it's something that is adding to your, uh, your entrepreneur that you're really striving for right now, you could probably give that up and replace it with something else that will still help you be an entrepreneur. But I cannot encourage you enough to like, don't get on your phone every single five minutes, especially right now in the beginning of this, because right now you're setting the expectation for your, your customers or your audience, whatever, whatever business you have. So... Don't set that expectation now because in two years, you're not going to want to... No, I don't want to do it now. <laughs> yeah, like you're really going to be burnt out. So yeah. start, start now uh, and set the right expectation with, with, with whoever you're trying to, to reach. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like if someone... And I've never had anyone... Although in my head, I would tell myself like, oh, they're going to get mad at me if I don't respond right away. I've never had anyone be like, you took way too long... You're so stuck up. You don't care about your audience. I've never had anyone say that. And if they did, I would be like, didn't unsubscribe. Don't talk to me then. Like, I don't, okay. <laughs> like, I don't want that type of customer or reader, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, or I'm not, I'm not going to, oh, here's my pithy answer. Uh, don't let other people's expectations ruin your life. Okay. I like it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing that's just feeding your greed Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it Every little thing that you gotta have Every little thing that you gotta have you gotta reach for, and you gotta grab. Oh, I bet that you'll be fine without it. So tear your eyes. 